Hey friends, this is Andrea and I want to welcome you to the Courage Cast. And we have a great coaching conversation that we're going to share with you today. But I want to ask you a question right before we get started. And I think that it's really going to resonate with you. So before we jump in, let me ask you, what are you allowing into your heart and your mind? What thoughts and ideas and beliefs are you letting percolate in your spirit? And who are you giving permission to speak into your life? Now that may be personally or professionally. And the reason I'm asking you is because you may be in a place in your life where you're questioning why your plans aren't seeming to work out and you feel like you're going through this vicious cycle and you're trying something and you're getting frustrated it's not working so you go to someone for their advice and you compare yourself to someone else and then you try again and the cycle just continues over and over again and it could be that you're asking the wrong people and you haven't made any significant progress because you're spending your time with people who are constantly in crisis. They're doing the same thing. Their lives are full of drama or they are always negative about what is going on. And if you're looking for advice or wisdom or counsel from those kinds of people, then you are looking in the wrong place and that is gonna be why you're stuck and why you're going through the cycle over and over again. You may be saying to yourself, okay, Andrea, but these are the closest people in my life. These are the people who I count on. They're my partner, my boss, my coworkers, my best friend, even maybe your family members. But you know what? Sometimes taking the advice and the counsel of people who are not going in the direction that you're going is not always going to be the most helpful. And there's a saying, and I love the saying, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, when I first heard that quote, I was sitting in a stadium listening to Carl Lentz at a Hillsong conference. And I remember that it hit home with me because I thought to myself immediately, who are those five people that I am spending the most time with? And whoever they are, I am actually going in the same direction, whether I want to be or not. And I realized I was entrenched in their ideology. I was carrying the same vision as those people and I was just seeking out their validation and their opinion and their counsel. So it may be time for you to break that cycle in your life, to get off the ride once and for all, to actually learn how you can start surrounding yourself with people who are going in the right direction, the same direction as you, and the people who will challenge you, will encourage you, will uplift you and speak life into you. And as we get into this conversation, I want you to think about that. Who are the five people that you're surrounded with? You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Now, from the very beginning of our coaching conversation, I really knew that Abby was ready to make a significant change in her life. 
but she had been getting caught up in the opinions and the values of other people. And she'd really lost sight of her own vision. So we pick up in the conversation when I ask her if there's something she's chasing. Sounds like you're chasing something. Can mm -hmm. you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, I mean, I think this is, I, I don't think I'm the only one in this, but I do feel like a lot of the time we're constantly looking for the next thing and we forget to be in our now and to action things in our now. Uh, and I, I want to be able to be aware of the things that you know, I could change in my current situation instead of looking to change the actual situation, if that makes sense. Talk to me about that. What's happening in your current situation that you're wanting to change? Uh, so a big part of it is um, living in Toronto is, you know, it's not, it's not really easy out here. Uh, finances are always tight, it seems. And I feel like I'm kind of, I'm always looking for, you know, when am I going to be stable? When am I going to be able to pay my bills properly and things like that and, um, and get out of debt? And when am I going to be successful? Things like that. I want to, be able to, instead of wondering about that, I want to be able to action my now season to get where I want, but also to just enjoy the season I'm in. So what would success look like to you if everything in your life was just as it should be? Yeah, that's a good question. Because uh, I think that always changes too. Um, but for now one of the big parts of that is financial freedom. So not having to think about, you know, can I buy this many groceries or can I take a person out for coffee? Um, things like that. And also even just freedom in my day-to-day -day life. Um, I, I am currently working a job I really love and I'm really grateful for that. But I guess I have I have these ideas of you know creating things or business ideas and uh, how do I you know I guess success for me is seeing those things come to pass. But I realize that too often I'll have an idea and it's a great idea, but then the actual actioning of it falls by the wayside, and I end up still doing the same things I'm doing. You said something interesting. You said, I'm not going to be successful at that anyway. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Just my day in, day out, my work, um, my socialization, my, I'm involved in our church. So it's just kind of like a, I don't know, I feel like my, my typical stuff. And if I have any downtime, I think because I've been through a season where I was burnt out and the downtime was so little that now if I have any downtime, I'm kind of like a mama bear around it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to sit my butt on the couch and I'm going to watch TV or whatever it is. And I realize now that I don't actually need to do that. And, you know, I could be taking that time 
to actually do things, but then it's almost like I need someone to encourage me in those moments or else I'm just going to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to be successful in that anyway. And so, yeah, it's, it's a weird balance of, um, wanting to use my time well, but then also just needing the motivation to do so. And that motivation seems to, to need to come externally. Be the difference if you did it just for yourself. Yeah. I, I'm not confident in my own ideas. I will be as soon as they come and I'll think that's brilliant. And then when it comes to actually like creating it, I think, ah, no, that was just, I'm the only one who thinks that's a good idea or that'll never actually fly. Uh, I guess it's funny because even over the last week, I've shared an idea of something I had to create and the smallest thing of a friend of mine messaging and being like, I think that's a great idea. I think you should really do it. It totally gave me my mojo. And I was like, okay, you're right. I'm totally going to do this. And it was like, I needed, I needed to know that it wasn't just in my head and I needed to know that I, I guess I'm searching for validation in my own thoughts and my own ideas. And I think that could come from being the youngest of a very ambitious family. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I'm left to my own devices, I will very quickly let myself talk an idea down, if that makes sense. Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I feel like I've always searched for validation, but I, I will say that I've gone against, like maybe I've searched for my friend's validation over my family's. And um, I, I definitely have made a few, I guess, spontaneous decisions such as moving across the country. But even in that, I think I was looking for validation from people who I knew would agree with me. (laughs) And then um, I did launch the Truly Movement and I knew that's, that's my baby, so to speak. And I knew that was something the Lord had asked me to do. So to be honest in that, I don't think I was searching for a lot of validation. I I definitely needed to motivate myself in that. And I shared it with people, but I was very confident that the Lord had asked me to do that very thing. This conversation may actually hit home with you. In fact, you might have found yourself saying the exact words that Abby used wondering when you are going to be successful and trying to figure out what that really even looks like. You know, I was having a conversation with my good friend the other day and we were talking about success and how so often we perceive what and so often what we perceive as success in someone else's life may not always make them feel successful. 
So there is a huge difference between what we see and what is actually happening. Now maybe they have their dream job, maybe they're doing exactly what they want to be doing and they live in an amazing home and they're surrounded by beautiful things and really amazing cool people. And we may sit back and think, wow, they have it all together. They have everything. They are super successful. And we think, wow, I would love to have what they have. But we may be missing something. In fact, a lot of those people may feel as though they are missing purpose in their life. They may feel empty and alone and really discouraged. And even though they may have a lot of things or it may look like on the outside that they have achieved a lot, maybe inside they do not feel successful or purposeful at all. So where are we really getting that definition of success? What does that really mean? And who are we allowing to determine what success looks like in our lives? Is it from the person who is constantly, you know, striving to get stuff and never seems to achieve it? Or the gossipy coworker who's super negative all the time? Or maybe someone in your family who cuts down every idea that you have or maybe you've had these thoughts of success from your childhood, things that your family member spoke into your life or that you saw while you were growing up. Now, if you had an opportunity to redefine success in your life, what would that look like? One of the things that I have been talking a lot about but I wanted to take a little bit of time to really share with you is the upcoming retreat that I will be doing this fall in Prince Edward County and it's September 14th through 16th. And friend, I really want to encourage you to consider to come to this. This is an amazing opportunity for you to get away from the city, to get away from the pressures and from the frustrations and from really being in the grind and the hustle every day and for you to uncover what has been holding you back. And when we are able to identify those limiting beliefs, then we can reframe them and we can actually start putting a strategy in place to move forward. And the reason I say this is possible because I know I have done it myself. I'm in the process of doing it every day and I would love to help you. And so we're going to be doing some group coaching sessions and you're going to have some time to sit back and relax and just enjoy the weekend and be with like-minded women. And this is an opportunity for you to really be introspective about where you want to go in the future. And so I would encourage you to jump onto the website and check out all of the details. They're at andreacrisp.ca. And the best thing about it is that we are bringing along a personal chef and there will be meals made for you. You will just be able to grab a coffee in the morning and go into the sunroom and just watch the sun come up. And at night, you will be able to relax and unwind, grab yourself a drink, maybe a glass of wine, head out to the hot tub and sit under the stars. And it is going to be in a beautiful weekend. It's the only one we're doing this fall. So I'd encourage you to join me for the Redefine Brave Retreat. Earlier on, I shared a quote with you from Jim Rohn, and I love this quote. It's that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Just being honest, when I first heard the quote, 
My automatic assumption was that if I wanted to have more money, if I wanted to be more successful, if I wanted to have more things that I needed to spend time and surround myself with people who were more successful, had more money, had more things. And I really started to get that in my spirit. And honestly, it actually just made me feel worse. It didn't really help me at all. And it wasn't until I realized that what I really wanted was to be surrounded by people who are like-minded, people who are running the same race, people who have the same vision for their life as I do. And so getting around people who are going in the same direction as you is going to get you where you desire to go. So I want to challenge that assumption that you don't really have to surround yourself with people who have a lot of money, that have an amazing Instagram account, that are doing all of the things. You just have to surround yourself with people who really, really know where they want to go and then be on the journey with them. And I know for myself that I want to move ahead with people who want to impact the world. People who are loving and generous and kind and self-aware and people who really want to add value to the lives of others. Now, there are those people who you will choose to run the race with and they will be your cheerleaders. They'll be your champions. They will be the people who really motivate you. And our motivation to succeed is always going to be what drives us towards our version of success. And being externally motivated is actually not a bad thing. In fact, it's a really great thing. I do it a lot with my clients. As a coach, I have learned to be able to externally motivate people to really accomplish the things that they want to do. And athletes, they do the same thing. They look to their coaches to be motivated or they look to their peers or they look to competition to really find that external motivation to succeed. But they also have a way of internally motivating themselves. And you have to find the balance between the two. Now, you may be externally motivated to succeed because of what your friends have going on. But when you really start to look inward and you really start to see what it is that you want, then you can learn to become internally validated and you can start to find ways that you will be driven to success, to purpose, to add value to the lives of others just by yourself. Now, just last night, I wrote on my whiteboard that I release the need to be validated by others. I am qualified by God. And even as a coach, I have to admit to you that there are times when I struggle with this myself. And that's the whole reason why I talk to you about it. Because I know if I'm struggling with it, and if it's something that I'm consistently trying to do within my own life, then it's very likely you're doing the same. So I have to release that need to be validated by my peers, by my family, by my friends. And I have to find that internal motivation, the knowing of who I am in God, of how he has created me so that I can really, really run with purpose in my life. And we each want to feel like what we're doing measures up. 
and that's okay. And we look for it by getting promotion or by what our bank account says or what we wear, or who we hang out with. But our validation, our security, our confidence should ultimately come from who we believe we are and not by what we've achieved, not what we've um, gained in success or not by who we've become. So as we continue this coaching conversation, we talk about that. Abby shares with me that she has really been externally motivated and how she really needs to start listening inside to her internal motivation. I think I would feel more confident, which would in turn increase my (laughs) self-validation, which would then create this whole cycle that it should be working properly. (laughs) And you know what's great is that you understand that it's a different form of validation. And if you're happy with it, then that's all that really matters. Yeah, I I definitely think it has a lot to do with being proud of the work I'm doing. Because I think if I, if I was consistent in my work in it, I feel like I'd have the confidence to talk to somebody else about it because I'd be proud of my time I'm putting in. Um, Even if the results aren't there yet, or they're coming, at least I'm working towards that. And at least I can share that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I have something that I'm pouring into. Absolutely. And it must make you so proud to think that you have something to pour into. Yeah, definitely. Even if it didn't surface earlier. (laughs) Nope. That's what you do, though. (laughs) But before you were saying you were looking for validation from others. Right. What if you are proud of you? Whoa. Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really care about <laughs> the other validation if I'm proud of it, but I've always, I think it comes down to the fact that I've been uncertain if I'm allowed to be proud of something because I've been shut down in the past. So something I have been confident about or proud about will get, you know, um, shut down for lack of a better term by somebody else and then I start questioning oh maybe I didn't actually know what I wanted or I didn't actually know what the right thing was um yeah so it's interesting because I can have a lot of I can I can be proud on my own but as soon as there's external factors that say I should be otherwise or that um, that are on the other end of the spectrum in that, then I will start questioning everything. There's been a few times where I have learned how to make up my mind, regardless of what I, other people think. Um, but then I, I am learning that there's always things that can change and I'm afraid of then being told I told you so or um, regretting a decision I've made and so I think I feel like I can I can 
be spontaneous and I can go out on a whim and I can do something. But then if later down the road, I think, oh, I made a mistake or I shouldn't have done this or I should have made a different decision. I'm afraid that somebody's going to surface and say, I told you so. Hmm. Has that happened before? Kind of. Um, yeah, this is this is part of my life story. Um, and this is actually something that's become very interesting because I think it happens a lot more than we think and we do it ourselves. Um, but I got married very young and it didn't turn out well, unfortunately, um, and ended up walking through a divorce a couple of years ago. And the smallest comment of somebody after the fact saying, oh yeah, we weren't sure about him anyway, or, um, yeah, he wasn't right for you or anything along those lines. And I think all of us, I've been guilty of this before, um, have said that to people who might be in relationships or freshly out of relationships. And it actually comes across as an, I told you so, even though they might not have told you so. Um, but I think that's definitely impacted things for me because I was just trying to do life the way everybody else was showing me how life was to be done and get married young and, you know, have a house and all that stuff the right way in the right order. <laughs> and then it fell apart and it was kind of like, all these people who I was attempting to follow anyways were like, you shouldn't have done it that way. We told you so. Hmm. So that must have really stung. Yeah. And I, I don't think I realized it did until actually just this year. And I was working through things, um, which is three years after the fact. But yeah, I didn't realize that that's what I was afraid of until I started digging deeper uh, but I'm afraid of making a decision again only for people to see me fail again, I guess. And then me to realize that, you know, maybe I wasn't that confident in the first place. A lot of background and a lot of fear attached to your present. Yeah in something that you feel called to do there is an attachment a fear associated with wondering what if I fail again yeah for sure hmm. I think I need to learn how to dig through my own like dig through decisions on my own and figure out exactly what I want and what I feel called to and ignore the noise that might come externally. Um, I also think a big part of it is I feel, I mean, through all of this and through essentially being told, I told you so, um, I've, I've felt stupid. And so I felt that I might say something or write something or, you know, decide on something 
that ends up having somebody say, you didn't know enough, that was stupid anyway, or, um, so I need, I need to, uh, to be honest in that part, I almost feel like I need to learn more. Like I want to be confident in my knowledge. I want to be, um, I want to open up my mind to kind of know more and understand more. And yeah. Um, or maybe it's a simple thing of realizing that I don't know everything and taking people's responses with a grain of salt and not taking them so, you know, uh, as an attack against me. Track a little bit. At the beginning of the session, you mentioned that you were chasing a version of success. I've talked a little bit more about it. If you were to redefine what success looks like for you now, what would you say that is? I think it would look like full confidence in whatever I'm doing and strength even when there's areas to be worked on doing that from a place of of humbleness but strength um, and being bold in what I do know and being okay with standing on that and or I think maybe even just accepting the challenge and opening my mind to understand where somebody else might be coming from and what they might actually be saying or challenging me in versus, you know, the direct words that may come across as an attack or an I told you so or anything like that. Um, yeah. This is also interesting. <laughs> we have this notion that confidence is when we are strong, when we are self-assured, and when we are showing the best in ourselves. And walking in true confidence is actually knowing the weak parts of ourselves as well as knowing our strengths, and then being okay with both parts and allowing both of them to be seen that is true confidence because that's when we're able to be vulnerable and to be ourselves and really show everything that we are. And, you know, there are people in your life who you may be seeking validation from. And I think it's a great opportunity to, as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, or maybe if you have time a little bit later to grab a notepad and a pen and jot down who are those people that you are seeking validation from. And once you have those names, then ask yourself, why? What is it about that person that I am seeking their validation, their approval? What do I need from them? And you might actually find that you are not really seeking their approval as much as you think you are. And you might even say to yourself, you know, why do I actually even care? How important are those voices in my life and how important do I want them to be going forward? And you may be wondering, well, how do I surround myself with the right people? 
Well, I am going to be sharing that information with you. I'm going to go into depth about how you can surround yourself with people who will propel you forward, who will really help you to move in the direction that you want to go. And you can access that exclusive podcast over on the Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash the courage cast. Friend, I want to thank you so much. I know that I probably sound a little bit like a broken record saying this each and every week, but honestly, truly, when I record these episodes and I know that you're going to be listening to them, it really warms my heart and that is why I do it each and every week. So I hope that this conversation has encouraged you and I hope you're able to really see that your validation, your confidence, that this new version of success in your life will come really from who you are inside and when you're surrounded by the right people you're really able to run your race and get to where you want to go and if you love what we're doing here on the courage cast i want to invite you to become a patron of the courage cast and we have just just launched a brand new patreon page and it's a place where you can connect with us we're going to give you bonus episodes of the podcast, behind the scenes look at what we do, and also some really great swag. So I would encourage you to go over there, become part of the community, and let's continue the conversation. And it's also an amazing way for you to support us by just even $2 a month to help offset some of the costs that we have incurred with producing the Courage Cast. And it's also going to help empower many, many women around the world. And make sure you connect with me on the gram. That's where I hang out the most. You can find my personal account at at Miss Crispy, or you can find the show account at at the dot courage cast. So direct message me and let me know who you are because I would love to connect with you. And lastly, if you have no, <laughs> I say that like exasperated, but I really don't mean that. Lastly, I really, really want to encourage you to sign up for the fall retreat to redefine what brave looks like in your life. Friend, there is so much that you want to do. And I know that because you tune into this, this podcast each and every week, but there may be something that is holding you back. We'll spend the time to uncover what that is so that you can really be free to reframe what your potential and your purpose looks like for your life. And there's no better time than the fall to get re-energized and to start doing exactly what you want to do. So make sure you sign up today. Spaces are limited. You can find out all of the information at andreacrisp.ca. Love you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.